Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I am joined, like always, with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes. Yo, back again. The Phantom. Hello. And the Principal. Hello. I think um, you need to change your intro because you said, well, it's more the mates from high school part because as I recall, you and the principal had a stoush around year eight. Seven. I believe it was year seven. And um, yeah, I, remember, I remember he had the, uh, the braces mark in his brittle little knuckles. His teeth. Yeah, but after that, we were stronger than ever. So it's all good. We're mates. Uh, you know, once we wrote our little letters that the teacher made us write to each other or whatever. Mate, I do not remember that at all. Yeah, I remember. You only hurt the ones you love. It's a bromance in, in happening. All right. Well, this is... This is basically turned into a therapy session. You must love your penis then, Smokes. You wail down on it every night. <laughs> you wouldn't even know anymore. You've got, what, five kids? All right, experts, time to get back on track. Uh, let's crack our beers. Clinkies. We're done. I need another one now. Uh, and let's get into it. I've run out of beer. Uh, I want to say that last week was a very predictable round of football. Anyone agree, disagree? Uh, I'd, I'd disagree. Yeah, okay. Maybe in a... I'll probably retract. It was somewhat predictable, but I don't think people can walk into the early rounds saying it's predictable. Like, it's just... It's it's all over the place. And the games that... Or the teams that are winning a lot at the moment, they're not all going to be there. There's always a couple of guys that start off really slow at the start of the year that find a way into the eight. It's not... I don't think it's as predictable, and I think everyone's blowing up about all the lopsided scores. It was just one of those rounds. Are you trying to just justify your really poor tipping that it's not predictable? Because I'm no. pretty sure that's what's well, happening. Yeah. Well, that, that's part of it. My <laughs> problem is I just I tip with my heart, and I just look for the upsets. I just want, if I have an absolute horrible tipping year, that's okay. There'll be one round throughout where I will ace it and no one else will. And my God, are you going to hear about it? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I guess on the predictability, I've I got, I got to differ with you a bit, Phantom. I think, it was, I think it is starting to get a little bit predictable in the sense that I think there is a clear gap between... I think there's six teams that are absolute locks for making the finals and I can't see anyone outside those six winning it. Yeah, I'm, I agree. It's it's very... Those six teams, they're definitely going to be there. We could name them, but I'm sure everyone knows who they are. Well, it's, it's the same top six from last year. The same top six from last year will be the top six this year. But in a way, I don't actually mind that because it's, those top six teams, there's not a huge amount separating them. So James Graham said on uh, NRL 360, it's actually not a bad thing in some ways that you've got six real top teams that at the end of the year, they're going to be going... That's It's going to be very unpredictable at the end of the year. You know, I think it's it's sort of cool that it's that you've got six teams that are really good. It makes for a great final series when you've got that, that in yeah. Like You think of it back in the 90s. You had the gun teams were the Raiders, the Broncos, Manly, though, like, and, and maybe one or two other teams who were there with them. They, Canterbury, Canterbury, maybe, Canterbury were very yeah. strong as well. So they were the gun teams. And, and there was a clear gap between them and, and the rest. And the Roosters started to come towards the end of the 90s. Look, the only one I got wrong, and look, I was not surprised at all, was the Roosters game. Like when I heard when I heard they won, I didn't see any of it, but I heard they won. I was like, I'm not surprised because they're a well coached team. And so why didn't you tip them? Oh, well, why didn't you tip uh, the three you got wrong? Because I thought my teams were going to win. There you go. You got three wrong last oh. week. Far out. We know Phantom likes to 
do wild and crazy I like, bets. I like, I, I like a rough go, You go the bookies' favourites. Yeah, I'm staying... <laughs> Go the bookies' favourites. I only got one wrong. That's why I said it was predictable. No, no, again, tipping with my heart. I hate the Sharks, so I tip the Cowboys, even though I hate them too. I hate the Raiders, so I tip the Titans, even though I hate them too. I just hate the Raiders You you don't hate the Raiders. You hate Ricky Stewart. That's that's who you hate. If there's a different coach... No, I disagree. There's always a team... There's always a team. Like There's always individual players that really grind your gears... And look, and I get like this is the roosters for a lot of people, but there's just a team of players where you look at them and you're like, he's a grub, he's a grub, he's up himself, he's a pain in the ass, he's a pommy wanker, he's a grub, he's from Queensland, and Canberra has assembled that team. And to and to boot, they've got the, they've got they've got the they've got the most sour loser coach. I reckon Raiders are actually becoming the people's team. No, they're, the they're people's the, team. The, you know, the second team of... They're, they're, as if they're not. They're actually successful. They're good to watch. No, it, it's just gotten to that point where people are like, oh, just let them f- win a comp so they shut up. Hey, Principal, you know what you should post up on the uh, on the blog page is that lovely photo of, of Phantom wearing a lime green jersey. Yeah, that's, that's my screensaver. Yeah, I lost a bet. Because again, I, I don't know how to... <laughs> Control your emotions. Tip. <laughs> uh, let's uh, quickly chat about last rounds into a little bit more detail. Uh, so does anyone want to talk about the Eagles and the Panthers? Yeah. Well, there's not much to talk about, yeah, really. I mean, but... that was one of the few games I was, I was sort of watching it in the background while I was getting a, a few bits of furniture put together, actually. And yeah, Penrith, way too good for him. Not much to say. Yeah, yep. we all picked Panthers. Bulldogs versus Rabbitohs. Oh, God. If I, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I reckon I could have beat the Bulldogs if I did play against them. Bring back the old junior days. Well, mate, they've gone three games in a row um, being held to zero. It just goes to show they just don't have points. So I was actually at the um, the principal's house watching this game, and I thought that the first 15 to 20 minutes, the Bulldogs looked like they were out to hurt someone. They ran the line well. They were attacking really, really well. I just think South's defence were too good to the point where it almost, they ran out of gas or it deflated them. I think if they were put on that performance against, you know, maybe sixth place or lower, I reckon they would have, I reckon they would have won. They just, I feel sorry for the pricks too because they're going up against Melbourne this week, but they, they look like they were ready to go. Adam Elliott looked like he was ready to just decapitate no, someone. Hedrington was um, fired and up too, wasn't he? He's always fired up. Yeah, the guy. whole thing. That, when they went out on a mission and they thought, we're going to stamp it early in the game, and they did, but they just didn't get Look, any the, points. The Dogs are a team who um, the effort is always there from them. There's no question about their effort. They just do not have the talent or the points. It's as simple as that. So they throw that kind of effort in once a team withstands that. See, look, even the Broncos, as bad as they're going, they withstood it. And then they won comfortably as well. So they just don't have the points. I got one massive, massive problem with the Bulldogs. Mm. Is that come press conference time, my entire household <laughs> stops. <laughs> uh, and everyone is just told to quiet. And it just they just pause. The screen is paused. And all my partner does is just gaze into... Trent Those crispy blue eyes of the man. He's never. He hasn't aged. <laughs> he looks good for his age. I actually looked up the photos of when he retired to now. 
And there's like no difference. It's like no. he's just been frozen in time. If it's anything, not, I think he's, got, like he's gotten a prettier. Fine wine yeah, he's probably out with age. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to send me a link after this because I don't know what the hell you guys are talking no, about. No, just all right. Uh, Smoke Storm versus Broncos. Oh uh, yes, storm. yes. Did you pick the Storm? Of course I did. Of course I tipped the Storm. You dog. Um, you dog. Look, I, uh, you know what? Like watching that game, and I, I sat through most of it. Uh, the second half, I was kind of. You know, my, my interest was waning very much. But, look, and again, this, this is typical of the Broncos. And this season and, and, you know, obviously last season as well, half an hour into that game, I think we're up 6-0 and competing with the Storm and doing quite well. Then in 10 minutes, we concede four tries Pappenhausen to, to the up. same player. Yeah. Um, and, and that just illustrates one massive flaw with the Broncos is that they are soft. There's the, and, and that yeah. pains me to say it because the, throughout the years, even when the Broncos haven't, you know, they've scraped into the eight or whatever, they have never been a soft team. Even there's times where they've get, gotten beaten by a big score, that's just a bad day at the office. They were never a soft team. They are soft now, and there's a lot of work to be done. Do you think Kevin Walters is actually a club coach or he can only cop it in origin when he's handed the greatest players in the state and he just needs to manage them for a few weeks? Look, it's it's too early to tell because he, the fact is there's that many problems there with that club. Um, you can't judge him after a month. So, you, it, he look, it's going to probably take a couple of years to clean up this mess. One thing I will give Kevin Walters that I have so much respect for is even when he team, his team loses, he's still capable of answering, answering questions at a press conference. Have you actually watched these press conferences, though? They, yeah. He, he talks in such a strange way. It's just... No, it's just as... He's a, the way he responds to questions, he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, no, I didn't say that. Like, it's weird little, little comments yeah, like that. Yeah, there's a couple just, of things he did with that, yeah. Um, look, I think at least the one thing I do like about it is he's not offering excuses. There's no... You know, he just said, look, we weren't good enough. He said, we were poor. It's true. We were poor. The fact is, 6-0 after 30 minutes, and then from that point on, we conceded nearly a point a minute. Like, we ended up losing 40-6, to six, I think, the final score was. Now, that's not good enough. That's just simply not good. Like, How would you fix it? Oh, mate, here's, here's one thing they absolutely should quickly, do. Quickly, like quickly. Josh Maguire. Josh Maguire is on the outer at the Cowboys. He is a hard-nosed, tough bastard forward, and their forward pack lacks a tough hard-nosed bastard who is willing to get down and dirty. They need to bring him back That's home. one player. One player doesn't make the entire team No, tough. it doesn't. It doesn't. And that doesn't put us in the eight. But what it does do is it starts to teach those young forwards, hey, it's all well and good to have all this talent, but you need to get down, dirty, and gritty to win in, at NRL level. And Josh Maguire knows how to do that. So he is... And, and we get him at a good price too because he's on the outer at the Cowboys. They want to get rid of him. We'd probably get him at half his value at the moment. Yeah, but the Titans... But the Cowboys got the same issue. And so he's not helping them. Lift. No, but their their issue. Broncos have got a better. The Broncos team have got a far better better potential than what the Cowboys do. So yeah. I think putting him in with that because we've players. got those that really good young group of forwards, but they don't have a forward leader, and that's their problem. You need to get Gordon Tallis up there teaching them what to do. He can go and burn <laughs> in hell. Hey, what do you think of Carmichael Hunt wanting to play? Oh, that was interesting. I actually think it was a would be a good idea just for. A change, just for something else. Like, they've got to do his something. His experience is an origin and test player. He's played test footy at rugby union level as well. He's played all the codes. Yeah, been pinned on for having the nose beers oh, and exactly, everything. He's done exactly. it all. So, you know, he'd fit in well. <laughs> they could do worse, but look, the, without having actually seen how he's going in Queensland Cup, it's hard to judge for sure. He's got to be better off the bench than Croft or someone like that because 
I don't see why you've got. Well, look, there's a couple of guys who are the couple of guys who won't be there next year. Let's put it that way. All right, uh, Sharks vs Cowboys. Anyone? Uh, yeah, I watched a bit of this. Yeah, again, it's it's very similar to the the Panthers Seagulls. Yep. Like the the Sharks are clearly the better team, and the Cowboys are just yeah, just they're struggling. It's mainly in the Cowboys at the moment and the Bulldogs. That those three are just they're as bad as each other, and I, I can't see them improving at all. I don't know how they. They could do it. I feel like the Broncos, they're the next level up where they could make some improvements, get yeah. some confidence and maybe get some wins. Yeah. But I can't even see. I don't know how they get confidence. These. Yeah, and look, the the, the the really the real big issue for the Cowboys with this, what was it, 48 to 10 or whatever it was, the Sharks aren't even a good team. I'm sorry, they're, they're, they are not a top eight team and yeah. they pulverise them. So that's a real concern yeah. for the Cowboys. Titans versus Raiders. Principal, I'm guessing you want to say something. You know what? This is actually a. Is a, It was the game of the round because most of the other ones are pretty pretty average. It was a pretty high quality. Coffee was the game of the round. What was the game of the round? Probably the Roosters, Nice Dragons was nah. a good game, but that wasn't actually. Roosters Warriors. Know, it, I'm willing to back the the principal here. I reckon it was a pretty decent game. I mean, yeah. Easily, the, the Titans easily. had a lot of ball. They, they're both defended great. Yeah, the the, the Raiders' defense—they're obviously focusing on that mm. and. You know, let it, they Titans have a lot of strike power, and they they put one try on Raiders the whole game. So I think that was a great effort, and I think one of Raiders' most improved players, um, Sutton, is absolutely killing it. So uh, all right, Knights versus Dragons. Yeah, look, that was um, I thought that was a pretty good um, pretty good effort by the Dragons. There was no Ben Hunt. Obviously, the Knights got a ridiculous amount of injuries, which is really hurting them at the moment. But um, uh, Tarek Sims was uh, in beast mode. Um, he was he was unbelievable. The, the the big charge down for for his for one of his tries and the way he burst onto that pass from uh, Ben Hunt's replacement. What's his name? Clune. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was in beast mode. He had a great game. So good effort by the Dragons. Uh, Hook is uh, leading them well. All right, uh, Phantom Roosters versus Warriors. Give us the f-ing premiership trophy now. Give Tedesco the Daily M award. And give Walker the Rookie of the Year award, and let's just close shop. Let's not waste anyone's time. Is that because you're going to lose the rest of the games? Against just against sheer adversity, we rose. Uh, it was I thought actually thought it was a solid game. Like I'm biased. It was good watching the Roosters lift. I thought Tedesco. Like I'll be pissed off if Boyd Cordner comes back and they take the captaincy off Tedesco because he's. He's got it. I think he should be New South Wales captain as well. When we were trying to really find a groove, he, it was like, just give me the ball and I'll make something. And he did and he got the try and then everything just started to flow. Like it was, it, I actually, I really enjoyed watching it. Really enjoyed watching it. And not just because He's not going to take the captaincy from Jake Friend. What I'm saying is you don't have to worry about him losing it to Jake Friend because he's going to uh, retire. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not totally surprised by that. You you can't you can't cop that many head knocks. He's done it all. He's won premierships. He's only played a couple. He played state of origin. He's played the test match. Just bow I, out. I actually think we mentioned in our first podcast. Um, we said, look, he's done everything. Um, he might as well just retire because he's just going to hurt himself now. Um, all right. And to round out round four, uh, West Tigers versus Eels. I'm guessing it was a pretty much a one sided match, right? Uh, well, no, no. It was just it was Tigers a competition well. to see who could drop the ball the most. <laughs> I saw none of it, but yeah, I heard, like I saw the scoreline. I thought, oh, it must have been um, pretty open game. Okay, all right. Well, at the end of round four, let's see, Phantom, you're on a shocking sixteen out of thirty-two, mate. That's the only way is that's up. The only way is up. Sure. 
Smokes, you're on a respectable 21 out of 32. The comeback is on. I've gained on the yeah, leaders. Yeah, you're gaining. Uh, Principal and myself are both on 25 out of 32, so I think that's pretty good. Uh, and I will remind everyone I am just betting with whatever the odds are because I know nothing. But it's working. Imagine if you were doing that with the actual bookies. You'd be making money, man. Well, it's funny because a lady at my work got her second perfect round and there's nice. only been four rounds. And the way she did it was, will a dog beat... Oh, know, so it actually went with, yes. with which mascot was more powerful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So which, how on yeah, earth exactly. did she work so out that a, how how did she work out a rooster would be more powerful than a warrior? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes she picks. Sometimes she goes off colours as well. That's what she told me. So I'm like, oh, well, wow, you know what? That's she's incredible. getting perfect rounds, she's... so it's hard to argue. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, on to some uh, news headlines. So Reynolds on the verge of walking out on the Rabbitohs as club stands ground. Oh, Broncos, please sign him. Broncos, please sign him. The Rabbitohs are insane. He is their club captain. He's won them premierships. He's got them to preliminary finals for the last three or four no, years. No, he, you know, he's, he's won them one premiership yeah. about, what, six, seven years Still ago. Still won them a premiership. He's a heart. And, and that was off the back of Luke Keary, the greatest Eastern Suburbs junior that we have. Uh, look, he's a quality halfback. He's probably got... He'd be in the top two in terms of general kicking games in the comp. He's one of the probably top two or three goal kickers. And he's their club captain. Um, to not offer him at least two years... To stand the ground, like to stand the ground with one means they clearly don't want him for whatever reason. Oh, the Kevy's got to get on the phone and bring him to Brisbane. He is exactly the sort of player we need guiding us around. Yeah, it has. It, yeah, it's definitely an opportunity for Brisbane. It's really surprising they're not going. You know that two years, like you said, because I don't know who does their their kicking when he's not there. Like you know, general play kicking and position kicking. Yeah. Like you know, is Walker someone that can do that? They've got they've got someone lined up though. Obviously, you just don't that you don't know who it is. If, if they want to put it into one mm. of the juniors, if they're in discussion to bring someone on, like it's I like to, to kind of go off what Cooper Cronk said at the start of the year is like you know they play the game to win premierships and they're always close but not quite there. So it's yeah, I I get yeah, but, you it. You know, I've I've got them as my favourites to win this year's title. And how are they going to look silly if they win the title and then boot him? Yep. Yeah. They so will. and, and they the will. the it's fact is, they silly. are very much up there. Like they're they're looking good. I'm very worried about the fact that the Broncos have to play them tomorrow. Yeah, but I, I don't think they're getting rid of him because he can't win the premierships. Like, it's just obviously salary cap. It's, it's to do with his age. It's to do with his age. Like because he's what 31, and I think he's they're also concerned because. He has had a few injuries. They're never serious, but he's like he usually misses about five or six games a year. So I think they're a bit concerned that maybe, maybe that, but still, just I'd, I'd be giving him at least two years. Yeah, I mean, someone like Broncos, they to get him, offer him three. You know, you do that, and, and I think though, I, I think the Broncos they should offer him two with a, a third year, third year option or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's exactly yeah. the sort of player we could use. He would he would improve us. Uh, one of a kind, rugby league's legend Tommy Radonikus died at age seventy. Yeah, he's had, he's had cancer for a long while. Like he was a chain smoker. Sounded like this old Tommy. Um, but yeah, look, you know, sad. Obviously, I mean, he was look, he was very much loved in the rugby league community. Look, I I sort of thought some of his stuff, some of his carry on about that. Let's let's fight and bloody blah 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 was a bit over the top. Yeah, but that that was the one thing I'd never ever agreed yeah. with him on. 
that type of shit. Like, he, he thought it was okay to go and scone someone, yeah. which I don't think in the modern game you can do. And it's also, he's, yeah, people review, like, they're, they're kind of like, oh, you're, you're only tough if you go and coat hanger exactly. someone and and everything like that. It just, I don't think it exists in, in no. the modern game. So I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that he said, especially towards the the later years. But he's, uh, but he's a much loved, loved person within the, the league community. So, and, you know, you, you know he was... He was um, it's sad, sad that he's um, sort of suffered that way towards the end of his life and, and whatnot. So, uh, it is a All bit right. sad. Uh, moving on to the next headline, mm. uh, we're going to correct it. The Landys flags potential return of the under twenties. I haven't read much into this, but it's it's because um, there's some blowout scores and and they're suggesting that it's because since COVID started, um, they haven't had the under twenties competition. Um, so they're thinking if they bring that back, that keeps more of the younger players fit and fresh and ready for a call-up if there's injuries to the main squad. So The scores will start to even them out as, as the season goes on. The, the the season will even itself out. It's just, it's it's early season. Some teams have prepped better than others. Some teams are adapting to the speed a lot better than others. It'll even out after origin. Good call. That's my expert I, opinion. I, 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 it sounded good to me. He's still in his prime years, Mundine backs veteran Ferguson for a new deal. Hold on, I'm getting those two names right. I knew Mundine, and I know Ferguson, so... I reckon the principal should talk about this one because um, he, he, he loves Mundine and Ferguson so much. Um, the Phantom and I had a, a chat about this on the weekend, but I think mm. um, Mundine, I, I was, it was good to see him, his press conference, his retirement press conference, but we won't talk about that. But Ferguson, I think he's definitely not his prime, but, I mean, if you're getting him for cheap... On a winger, he'll do the job, but you know I wouldn't call that prime years for anything. I think it depends deal. on the team. Be... Like he became a different player. He didn't come a bad player when he went to the Eels, but he just different player, not as uh, effective. Roosters got rid of him for a reason. It's just... He's been pretty impressive to start hmm. the year, though. So, um, it, it, like, yeah. it, the thing with Ferguson, he he can do some bloody brilliant things, but he's got a rock in him every now and then too. It's a bit of rocks and diamonds. But um, I, I, yeah, I, just, I just remember that, that 2000, the 2015 prelim final between the Roosters and the Broncos. First minute, he threw that big pass in from the wing and, and Boyd just screamed through and intercepted it. And that just set the tone for the whole match. Um, yeah. So he's, uh, got, he's yeah. got to play like that in him. But he can also do like a brilliant put down that, that most wingers can't do too. So uh, Okay, and then the final thing we want to talk about was this 18th man for foul play. Yeah, it's interesting. We actually spoke about it the other day. We said that. Well, I, I think I, I think I was saying that I would love to to see it for foul play for something like a you know a sim bin or a send off because you know it's it's something that really affects a team and it's just yeah. yeah it's, I feel like it's a no brainer, but I do understand there's been some some things where you know play teams might try and use it to their advantage, but I I find it hard to to, yeah. to see how they I... do it regularly. So. I think it's a great idea. 18th man will get tweaked and evolve over throughout the year, and I think by the end of the season it'll actually be a really well thought out and effective rule. I think yep. this is just kind of like part one of it. I think they've done yeah. the right thing. I, th- I think bringing it in for you know, uh, for foul play that results in a sin bin or a send-off and that player that was that was fouled on can't come back onto the field, uh, I think it's, I think it's yeah. a, a logical move that, yes, of course they should be, because, like, why should they not be able to replace them? If they can't, like, what advantage do they get? Like, yeah, okay, yeah, 10 minutes in the bin, but they're down a player for the rest of the match. So I think it's, I think it's a good move. Um, and they've, they've sort of clarified the whole what player can be brought in. So it's got to be someone who is named in the 21-man squad 
and they have to designate that player before kickoff. So they can't just pull any of those extra four players. They've got to designate it down to one by kickoff. So, so that's good. They've they've at least got some rules around it to, you know, to to manage it. So. It'll be interesting to watch how it plays out at least for the next month or two and see see how often it gets used. Mm. All right. Uh, so moving on to our rant slash detention corner. I believe uh, Phantom, you're going to be ranting today. Everyone's blown up about not everyone, but. Players are starting to blow up about the speed of the game. It's too hard. It's too fast. It's causing more injury. And it is, I've got no doubt, it is causing more injuries. But that's what is part of the game. Injuries has always been an element of the game. It's just a bigger element of the game. What teams are going to need to start looking at now, though, instead of getting out saying it's too fast, we've got to slow it down, keep at the speed that it's going because it's great. But it's not just a, a game of attrition like people keep talking about for that 80 minutes. It's for the whole season. Clubs are going to need to manage players throughout the whole season. You're not going to have a top 21 anymore. They're probably going to start to have to look at a top 30, rotate players more. And, you know, injuries is part of it. But I know this, you know, I'm not a football player and obviously it's easy for me to You've say this. You've got runners' ass. When you're getting paid, I do, I do. But when you're getting paid half a million to $1 million a year, you know, there's, there's risk involved. And if that means you tore your ACL or you fucking pop your shoulder out, then that's part of it. If the game being sped up causes or has a chance of causing more injuries, then that's up to the clubs to manage. So I don't think players should be going out there complaining that the game's too fast. And it's also, it, it is a lot faster, but that's where the, the good teams will win because even when you are busted and can't, can't breathe, it's the teams that really like make, still make those effort areas. They're the teams that are going to win. And some teams just don't have that mental ability yet and they're the ones that I reckon are calling out for it being too fast. Spot on, spot on, mate. I, I, I actually, yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of that because I think the big, like, the, they're, they're talking about, oh, let's bring the under-20s back to stop the blowouts. The biggest reason for the blowouts is because the speed of the game has changed and what it's done, when the speed of the game was, was you know, controlled by the wrestle, um, it created this artificial closeness between all the teams because teams were allowed to slow the out of the game. Now that the game is faster, the best teams are allowed to play the football that they want to play. That's why you've got that clear distinction between the top six teams and the rest because they can play fast football. I mean, a good example is you look at the Raiders and Titans game. The Titans had the majority of the ball. The, the Raiders won by 16 points. That's because they're a better football team. They could exploit the rules mm. to their advantage better. The Roosters, even with their injuries, are better coached and better trained to handle that style of play. That's why they won by, what, 20 points against the Warriors? Yeah. It, 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 it separates a, a gap. It makes a gap between the best and the worst. That's, that's the speed of the game. So, uh, And you're right. I think t- the other teams need to just learn to, to adapt and catch up to those better teams. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm interested to see how my team... Uh, handles that over the next couple of years is how are they what are they going to do but well there's another point you there's there's another point you brought in too actually um phantom when you're talking about um injuries as well as, as a cause of it and um and and saying that teams need to manage that better and, and you're absolutely right and a good example again is looking at the cowboys now when they went through that period where they won the the competition and then a couple of years later they made the grand final they basically ran the same 17 or 18 players out every single week for about two or three years and, and the reason yeah. I think they're struggling now so much is because they're burnt out. Um, I think a good a, what's going to become much more prevalent over the next uh, over this new new period of rugby league is that teams are going to start to use squad players more. It's not just going to be our best seventeen every week. It's going to be like, well, we're going to rest two or three players this week because we're going to build a squad. Yeah. That way, that, that way, when it comes to grand final day, we've got our best seventeen 
fit and fresh. I would yep. actually find that more interesting as well, having that sort of squad oh, thing definitely. where, you know, there's different players. It's not... I think that... that I love the yeah. idea of that. If you could make use of your top 30 yep. more so, like, you know, and you get a... People come to a club and they're in that top 30, but, you know, you're on the... You're not in that... Even the, the top 18, 20 players, you still got a chance to oh, play. Absolutely. And, you know, you cycle through players and... Yeah, I love that idea. I love that idea. Okay. I'm going to move us on to a new segment, Speed Bets. Uh, Phantom, do you want to walk us through this? Right, so everyone here has a case of beer, so everyone's got 24 beers. And so if you feel like making a slightly outlandish comment or a, a, a um, prediction for what's going to happen this week, you can say what it is and put a bet on it. I'm going to do one now. And then if you guys want to match the bet, then that's what it is. But I'm going to bet two beers. Out of my 24, I'm going to bet two beers. I'm call, calling two upsets, Broncos and Manly, to win. I'm taking that bet. That sounds like two easy beers yeah. for me. Because I, I, right, I have... Hey, Principal, I'll go in with you, and if we win, we get a beer each. Off his, yeah. ta- off his yeah, tap. Done. So, e- easy. Yeah. Easiest yeah. beer I've ever um, got. Yeah, look, I... Right. So, hang on. So you're saying that Manly and Brisbane will both win? Oh, look, yep. look. I hope you're right with the first one and wrong with the second one. That way, my team wins and I get a beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am just going to be bookkeeper on this yep. because. Oh, mate, that. Oh, that's the easiest beer I'm ever going to get in my life. <laughs> well, I'm trying to kickstart. I like game. it. I like it. No, I love yeah. your confidence, man. And and you know. We can do multiple bets every week. Are we doing multiple yeah, bets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got I'll, something. I'll bet, I'll bet four beers that Sharks beat Roosters 13 plus. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. that. All right, I'll all take right. that. So we, yeah, are, are I'm taking it. 13 plus. Four beers, Sharks beat Roosters by 13 plus. Oh, my God. You f***ing lunatic. So 13 plus. Yeah, 13 plus. Your, oh, my God. Your, your new mate, Sam Walcott, had a good game the first game. <laughs> they, Roosters are going to find out what it's like to really not have two proper halves. And then Tedesco is probably going to get injured in the back. You know, should I, bet, I could probably upgrade this bet and just do play-by-play bets of the, the game, but I'm pretty confident. So I guess I should, I should probably lay out a bet then too. Um, I was, I'll, I'll put two beers on the Knights away from home to overcome their injury dramas and beat the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, I'll take right, that. Done. Giddy up. Okay, so on to the Dugan Report. Was there any... Oh, I love the Dugan Report. Exciting news, team. Oh! There was an injury, 22nd minute. Well, it wasn't an injury, but we're going to count concussions because I was sick of waiting for, <laughs> for a Dugan injury. So he got absolutely knocked out. And um, Who got him? Well, I'm not going to say... It's cl- I don't know, oh, actually. Some cow. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> the win, the win. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> the ref ran past him and just sort of, you know, knocked him out. But, yeah, so that... Finally, we have somebody to report in the Dugan report, and you know, I think now is now he's started the process. Oh, it's, it's just going to snowball from here. Uh, moving us along to our round five tips, uh, we've got Rabbitohs versus Broncos. Phantom, want to start us off? Broncos. Okay, Spokes. Rabbits. I love my I love my Broncos, but I just don't trust them at the moment. The Rabbits are my premier. Don't love them. The enough. Rabbits are my premiership favourite, so I got to tip the Rabbits. Uh, Principal? Rabbits. Hey, is there a prize for this tipping competition, by the way? I don't think... It's the glory of knowing that you are better than everyone else on this podcast. <laughs> I only say that because I'm <laughs> yeah, winning. Yeah, exactly. So, hey. you know, I just... <laughs> Rabbitos. Warriors versus Eagles. Phantom? Sea Eagles. Yeah, Manly. Sea Eagles. Okay. 
uh, Spokes? Uh, is the game in um, at Central Coast because the Warriors can't play at home? Yeah. I'll still go the Warriors. But, yeah, th- th- that one's a potential of happening. So I can understand why the Phantom has got a bit of confidence with this bet. Okay, Principal? Warriors. I tipped Warriors as well. Okay, uh, Panthers versus Raiders. Phantom. Panthers. Uh, Smokes? Oh, wow, this will be a great game. Let's go the upset. Let's go the Raiders. Uh, principal? I'm going to go the Raiders, and I'm actually shocked at the the odds. I'm actually shocked at the odds for this game, that the Raiders are so far. It's, it's, I, Penrith deserve to be favourites, but I thought, you know, it's it's quite significantly in Penrith's favour, the odds, but anyway. It's because they're at home, I think, and yeah. yeah is Tarpany yeah, back yeah. or not? They deserve is to be Tarpany back, or is he back? Yeah, he's back, oh, he's okay. back, so that really that strengthens there, them. Anyway, moving on, uh, Titans versus Knights, uh, Phantom? Uh, the Phantom had the Titans because he took my bet, the beer bet. So, uh, whereas I've got, whereas I've got the Knights. Okay, and Principal. Yeah, I'm gonna go Titans. And I picked Titans. Okay. Uh, Bulldogs versus Storm. Smokes. Oh, Storm. Uh, Principal. Uh, Storm, but you can chuck Bulldogs in for fan- for the fan- Phantom because he likes to take a risk, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> he obviously does not want to win this anyway. Nah, Storm, Storm. Roosters versus Sharks, Phantom. Roosters. I guess we're going to go Roosters, yep. Smokes? Yeah, I'm on the Rooters as well. Principal? Sharks. I, no, I actually think they'll win. I actually, I won't, I don't, the 13 plus is a bit, bit out there, but I reckon the Sharks will win. I honestly do. I think, I think you're stoned. <laughs> That's your Sutherland Shire ringing through. Oh, you've given away his location now as well. Well done. All right, West Tigers versus Cowboys. Uh, Phantom? Cowboys. Uh, Spokes? Oh, actually, no, give me the Tigers. I'm not going the Cow... I can't do the Cowboys. I'm going the Tigers as well. Principal Tigers? Tigers. Tigers are improving. They should cover it, yeah. Uh, In the final game, Eels versus Dragons. Eels. Uh, Spokes? Yeah, this should be a good game. I'll go the Eels, but... um... All right, and Principal? Eels. Yep, that's a whitewash for the eels. Okay, cool. So that's our round five tip. Uh, all right, well, that basically gets us to the end. See ya. See ya.